0: The Percival Cannons, On the Battlefield, with Tristan Kunick and Robert Marcello. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of On the Battlefield with the Percival Cannons. This week is going to be our final episode. I know it's been a little bit. I was out on vacation. I didn't quite have the proper internet to be able to record another episode. Today it's just going to be me. Robert Marcello couldn't make it unfortunately. So it's just going to be me going solo, but I'm going to go over the last couple of weeks of play and finish out our season and it is unfortunate we couldn't make the playoffs but with this is going to be the final episode of the summer so we will come back next season so you can be excited for that. All right so for this last episode I'm going to go over the last couple of weeks of play as we missed a lot of games Uh, so we'll go over that and then I'm also going to go over, you know, a couple of the stats, you know, how some of our players finished off, and hopefully some of the players that we'll see back next summer. And let's just hop right into it. So first off, let's start off with the last couple of weeks of play. Uh, the, our last, the first game that we left off with was going back home, a Royals-Cannons game on the 13th, where we did end up dropping it 5-3. to three. Now, that wasn't a great loss because that was the start to, that was kind of, trying to get us back into the playoff race and you know starting out with a loss there just wouldn't help anything so we started off with a loss on that homestand that we needed but joe went out with another pretty decent start pitched six innings had six strikeouts he did give up four runs but i mean you're sometimes you're going to get that out of starting pitcher especially when you're starting off with six innings so you know he came out he still get had a pretty good outing the four runs you know you wouldn't love to see but it happens sometimes with your with your ace pitcher after that game we go on and we drop a six nothing loss to the express and the express have had our number all season you know that's the express were one of the top teams in the league and they did finish at the top of the standings in the north division so they had our number all all year all season long was not a great game there as we couldn't put up a single run. Then we go to Winchester on the 16th and we drop a close 11-10 to 10 game to the Royals. It's another brutal loss being that they were the team we were chasing closely in the division along with the front Royal Cardinals. So another big loss there. We go on and there was back to the 19th after a forfeit from the express on Sunday July 18th we go on to the 19th where we take another brutal 12 to 2 loss at this point i mean there really isn't much we're playing for other than you know just pride at this point we didn't finish up we didn't start off the season great going to the end of the season you weren't really playing for much and you just really want to see the players play and have fun and that's what we were looking for for the rest of the season so they come out and they get a 12-2 loss at home against the River Bandits. River Bandits, another top team in the league uh, at 26-16, and 16, just half a game back of the Express. Another team that really just took advantage of the fact that we weren't really finishing out the season great, really weren't playing great this season, and hopefully we see something better next season. Uh, going on to the next game on the 20th keep in mind for the rest of the season we had a lot of makeup games so they played nine games in 12 days so that's a lot of baseball in a short span of time in the valley league you do play a lot of baseball you play pretty much every day which is different from college and every team goes through this but I think the cannons just really weren't quite suited for that this season as they showed they weren't really able they usually started the game coming out down and that just really didn't help them trying to go back into the game you can't start a game down by five runs and expect to come back easily so playing a lot of games just really hurt the cannons and throughout the season they just weren't coming out swinging and that really hurt them through the season so they come out on the 20th and they play the new market rebels and a big win in this one as they won 10-4 to after taking a brutal 12-2 to loss The one thing that stands out in this game is they weren't down early in the game. They didn't give up their first runs until the fifth inning towards the end of Jovo Gatsky's pitching mark. He pitched five innings, gave up two earned runs with four strikeouts. So you don't see him give up a run until the fifth inning and then he'll end up getting taken out after that inning but we took the lead early in the game in the third inning to go up 2-0 and so when you take the lead you start ahead you know that boosts your confidence you go you can go out there and you can just have fun for the rest of the game I mean you still have to focus on winning but you go out and you still have fun for the rest of the game and then they put up five runs in the eighth to help put it away so in this game you see the cannons really flex their offensive muscles and how well they really can use their bats when they're able to go out and start ahead early so hopefully we can see more of that in the next season after that game you go on and you get a double header postponed and so that'll go to the end of the season and we play the express one of two times in a home and home and you lose both on the 22nd you lose three to seven and on the 23rd after taking kind of a Rough night the night before you go out and you drop another one ten to seven. this one was a closer one as this one took eleven innings to settle, so we were able to get the tie in the bottom of the bottom of the eighth and just keep the pitching going, and the express end up putting up three in the top of the eleventh that we just weren't able to come back from offensively on in the bottom, so we take a rough loss there in a really close game. That takes 11 innings to settle and then to finish out the season you go into a double header on saturday the 24th at home against the royals starting off the season with the same team that you finish the season off and the royals kind of the big rival here with them being just down seven so big rival here and you come out and you get the split so i think in the end that that's a really good way to finish off the season you don't quite lose both games and so that doesn't really destroy your confidence for the end of the season you drop the first one seven to one that really gets them hyped up amped up for the second one you come out and you win four three in a close game to finish off your season at home with the fans cheering you on and I think that's the best way to finish off the season even if it didn't go as planned which it definitely did not as we finish in the bottom of the division 12 and 29 14 games back of even first place so you know i just think with the way that we started off the season we kind of started off really far down and we were trying to dig ourselves out of too deep of a hole at that point and it just really made it hard for the team to come back from so with that being said i will go off and read the final standings of the season before we got into the playoffs keep in mind as i read off these standings the top four teams in each division made the playoffs so in the North Division, where the Cannons are located, you got the Strasburg Express at 26 and 15, the Woodstock River Bandits at 26 and 16, the Winchester Royals at 22 and 19, who really finished their season off strong to boost them up into the playoffs, the Newmarket Rebels at 20 and 22, the Front Royal Cardinals at 17 and 25, and the Percival Cannons at 12 and 29. Going on to the South Division, the Charlottesville Tom Sox, who really dominated this season at 30 and 10. Staunton Braves at 19 and 20, the Harrisonburg Turks at 19 and 21, the Waynesboro General at 19 and 21, and the Covington Lumberjacks at 10 and 22. At a wide angle view of the season, not exactly what we planned, as we would love, of course, to see the Cannons in the playoffs right now with maybe a couple home games. As I'm recording this, the playoffs are still going on. Left in the North Division is the Strasburg Express playing the Winchester Royals and in the south is the Waynesboro Generals and the Staunton Braves. So coming up to close to the end of this season. So that's a thing to keep a close eye on. Going on to next, we're gonna go over some of the stats. We'll start off with batting and leading in average. We had Will Proterra who came in at the end of the season, 37 at bats on the season with a 270 average. Showed that he was pretty pretty good on the season, a pretty good addition towards the end of the season out of Alabama uh, he is a sophomore so hopefully we will see him back here next season uh, next we had Mikey Britton another late season addition with a 250 average he is a freshman another young guy hopefully we will see him come back also next season as he should to be a pretty good addition towards the end of the season Jared Galensky with 75 at-bats had two, a 240 average and Ben Greer up there also with a 239 average with 67 at bats. Our home run leader this season was a tie between Luke Pectol and Jordan Blanton, who Jordan Blanton another player who came in a little bit later in the season and uh, had a 194 average, but he proved to be a pretty good hitter and a pretty good fielder towards the end of the season. 5 home runs on the season and Luke Pectol 5 home runs on the season. Jordan Blanton is a senior so we will probably not be seeing him back here next season as much as we would love to as he showed to be a pretty good fielder for the team and rbi leader was luke Pechtel, 16 rbis with the next closest being jimmy goldsmith with 11 rbis jimmy goldsmith having a 210 average on the season as he played most of the games at first base and coming to a close here, I'm going to finish off with the pitching stats. And with 8.1 innings pitched uh, with a 216 ERA was Nick Palumbo. After that was Mikey Poston, all-star for the season, with a 255 average and 24.2 innings pitched. And Joe Vygatsky, the ace, had a 317 average with, with – Thirty-nine point two innings pitched. Also an All Star for Joe Vogatsky, and the leader in strikeouts was Joe Vogatsky with forty-five. Mikey Poston with thirty-three right after that. Poston, excuse me, and Luke Walters with thirty-two right after that. The wins was Ethan Smock with three, with Byers right under him at two and just to finish off to in saves was in with five so with that guys i am going to close this episode out this was the summer of 2021 season hopefully we will see you guys back here next season as i look to be returning and i will bring back this podcast for the next summer and go week to week as we'll try not to you know get behind for a month at the beginning of the season we'll start this right up towards the beginning of the season so be on the lookout for that you can follow the instagram at vbl underscore cannons and the facebook with at percival cannons so go follow those and stay updated as the season comes up to a wrap and we'll be coming up back up next summer towards the beginning of june so we will see you guys next season and thank you for listening to the on the battlefield podcast